0: Hello and welcome to the Encouraging Angels podcast with Stan Szymanski. I'm your host, Stan Szymanski. Today is Tuesday, January 30th, 2024. I have a great show for you today. Neither Encouraging Angels nor Stan Szymanski nor anyone affiliated with Encouraging Angels is offering any type of advice on this program. We do not offer legal advice. We do not offer financial advice. We do not offer medical advice. We do not offer personal advice of any kind. Please consult a professional in the area of your need or interest, and all information provided is for informational purposes only. I have a very uh, troubling story to share with you today. Title of the story, which actually came originally from WFTS in Tampa Bay. um, This is, I'm taking this from Yahoo News, and this story is up on encouragingangels.org at the EA blog. Uh, Student with autism faces 30 years in prison for attack on Flagler County teacher's aid. Uh, Wow, this is so hard because, you know, I, uh, first I took care of, uh, just to recap for those who don't know, my wife and I took care of our daughter at an ICU level care for eight and a half years in our home, and we got to care for her in the home. Like, we got... um, First, we had her in an institution, and it was um, troubling to say the least. And I'm going to leave that right there. But we got occupational therapy, speech therapy, um, vision therapy, you know, uh, and physical therapy, all in the house. And we ob- we observed and oversaw all of it. So, for those who are willing, it can be done. Or who, who have the ability to do it. Again, not everybody does because, you know, parents, for those of you listening who have never taken care of a special needs child or disabled child, uh, many times you are giving your life. You give your life to take care of that child. Um But it's very troubling, you know, what what I saw here regarding this story. And again, and I want to say also, you know, I uh, delivered music services for 15 years uh, to the disabled and special needs community inside an institution at a couple different locations. Uh, and although most are fairly docile, you know, there's a, f- a few that do have, you know, that I've seen, you know, when violent tendencies come up and, uh, man, folks who you think aren't that strong, you better think again. I mean, think again. Like where they, they start in on their behavior and it takes four people to, to hold them back from causing, uh, you know, mayhem. Uh, and that's what we saw with this story. Again, the title, student with autism faces 30 years in prison for attack on Flagler County teacher's aid. I encourage you to watch the story. Very excellently done by the reporter. I mean, this young woman who did the, the, uh, the journalism on this should be congratulated because few people on the news actually do investigative journalism. Most of them are mouthpieces for the pharmaceutical uh, community <laughs> in one way or another. That's my humble opinion. Uh, or for NWO, you know, those those type of uh, organizations, whether they be overt or covert. Uh, but this story, very troubling. Um, you know, a brutal attack on a paraprofessional by a student was caught on video inside a Flagler County high school. And it as igni- ignited a debate over what punishment a student with special needs should receive for the attack. Uh, when you watch it, I mean, it, he's a big kid. I mean, he's an 18-year-old who's special needs, who's, you know, in the high school. And, um, you know, if it were my kid and I had the physical ability and there has to be some financial ability, uh, I prob- I personally wouldn't do that. Because again, right now this is my opinion. Okay, it says you know this isn't this report and the story. It's my opinion on this. Is that um, the most most healthy things come from the parents and family? However, you know, in a case, you know uh, that mother, you know she, when you watch the piece. He he was adopted at five months, um, and his, his mother, to me, appears to be an extremely um, caring foster mother, extremely caring, and to have a foster, most foster kids uh, only last, I mean, you, you know, they have them for, I don't know, maybe a couple years, apparently... She, she had custody of him as, his whole, you know, young life, um, is what appears to, to be. Um, and she was trying to get him into uh, a group home that was just for, you know, the kids who act out like he had a, a propensity to do at times. Uh, then they found another one that was, um, I, maybe it was further away um, it wasn't their first choice, but that's they did get them in there. But then, you know, the kids mainstreamed apparently into the high school. And, uh, man, I'm, uh, I, I have heard too many stories about, you know, people. And they're with these, these, quote, paraprofessionals, who's the woman who got attacked. And I'm not saying she needs to be blamed for anything. Um, I do have a question, though, which I'll share with you. Um, but Man, you, you, you need to have people around that kid that are committed to that kid. And, uh, you know, inside an institution, you're probably going to find at least a, a few more people. Not everybody in an institution is a great person for your kid to be around, by the way, in my humble opinion. However, there are some people there that are just amazing, amazing that God gifted them the ability to do that job and do it well, well, where you could walk away and say, I tr- I trust this person, you know, around my kid. But the you know, problem is it's 24-7. You know, that person has to go home and eat and have their own life too. Uh, Man, but th- this attack, though, I mean, it's... uh. You know, appear, you know, appears to be, you know, really directed at this woman. Um, but again, with somebody with special needs, can you tell for sure, um, you know, what triggered it? During, in this uh, video piece that was so excellently done um, by this uh, investigator reporter, apparently from WFTS in Tampa, um... Is that the mother showed that during the, um, <clears throat> you know, the regular yearly um, meetings that you have? If you have a special needs child in an institution or in the system, you, you have um, an IEP, you know, um, and that's uh, I forget the the exact meaning of that individual educational, um, you know, plan, you know, for that kid. And in there, I mean, she showed, wearing black and white. She, she alerted them that electronics are a trigger. Now, apparently, I think they said in the video that they had threatened to take away his, um, Nintendo and the kid went off. This kid's a big kid. I mean, I don't, I mean, he looks to be six foot plus and 200 plus. And the shot that he gave this teacher's aide knocked her out. I mean, she was unconscious. When she hit the floor, she appeared to be unconscious. And then he went on to, to beat her. Um, so, I mean, this, you know, if you want to describe this as vicious, it's pretty much there. What doesn't seem like a threat to you or me to someone that's autistic, special needs, um, and has different environmental things that set them off. Uh, you know, people who don't have their own kids dealing with stuff don't really know. I had said to me when I, uh, (laughs) before we pulled my daughter out of this institution, we had her in, uh, I saw them doing something, I, I just call it illegal. And when I called them on it, they banned me from the classroom. And then I met with, uh, you know, one of the uh, administrators. And she said, Stan, she said, you know, I've been doing this job for, I I think she said something like 15 years. And we now have someone in our family who, has a disabled, has a special needs child. And I can tell you that I had no idea what, you know, the parents and the family go through. And that's the truth. Those people doing those jobs, taking care of your kids, they don't know. They don't know what you go through to actually advance the opportunities, you know, for your child. They don't know. And I hate to say it, they most likely don't care. Number one, they're there for a paycheck. So, but let's get back to this story. This kid who obviously is autistic, I mean obviously, obviously has a, um, what you might call a mental age, An emotional age, maybe that's more appropriate, you know, which was, I think his mother said his, his emotional age is somewhere between a four and a six year old, but he's an over six foot, over 200 pounds. Um, and that becomes dangerous when, you know, they strike out at at things that, I mean, is not going to really threaten their life. If somebody takes away their Nintendo for, I don't know, an hour or even a day or whatever, uh. It's not going to threaten their ability to live. However, to them, it's everything. And uh, you have to understand that. Now, um, there are, you know, lots of, I mean, I looked at other stories today, just today, today, today. Here's one from the Irish Times. Families seek investigation into allegations of abuse of children with special needs. Um, man, there was another one I saw. E- you know, I would always be careful about, to the best of my ability, of who am I putting my kid into the hands of. uh maybe this kid understood i mean who knows i'm not not giving making any allegations but who knows you know what this kid actually could understand and maybe other things that might have happened who knows maybe that was the last straw you know when i was a um a broker, a financial representative at a big firm. I was sent to, to training for, you know, customer service. Cause you early on, I was taking a, a lot of just blind phone calls. I had no idea who was going to call. No, no kind of question, no idea what questions they were going to ask about accounts and so forth. And you learned this, you learned that when you receive a phone call and you, you know, or you're standing in front of someone cause they came into the office. Um, People have things happen to them. You know, they got cut off. Somebody took their parking space. Um, they didn't get into grad school. Um, you know, their granddaughter uh, got pregnant and you know, they have all these things and it's like a like the old days of SNH green stamps. When you used to, you bought something, you got a stamp, you put it into a book. When you filled the book, you turned the book in and got your you know some kind of reward. Well, emotionally, you have no idea that um, people have been receiving stamps, except if it being, you know, something good, it's something negative that happened to them. And they fill up their own emotional green book, you know, with stamps, and you just happen to be the last person on whom they were going to turn their whole book in on, you know, for some kind of, you know, emotional reward or what have you. Who knows how many slights like a a special needs kid gets in a public school because in an institution, you're pretty much not going to get that. You know, no matter how hard it might be or even whether you get good care, mediocre care or bad care in an institution, you're not going to be ridiculed. That's not going to be put up with. I assure you that. Um, But, well, typically, um, let me take back my assurance. Anything can happen anywhere. Um, But pretty much it's not going to happen in an institution. In a public school, a kid will get ridiculed. And who knows just how many green stamps he had, you know, put into his book where finally it got cashed, you know, Maybe it got cash that day. I don't know I'm just thinking out loud I'm not making any accusations on anybody, and this is just my humble opinion uh that most certainly was a vicious attack. the video is up on you know on, on the linked story at ea blog at www.encouragingangels.org it was a vicious attack um I mean, even though he's, you know, might have the emotional uh, maturity of a four to six year old, he's got one hell of a right hand, let me tell you. Um, But, and again, I want to say, we don't know what else happened before that. We don't know. But in my humble opinion, the system, like the school district, is responding to the law. And if you want to put your kid into that system, there's certain things that they have to do. Again, as I said, we chose to take took our take our daughter out of that system and we fought to get all of the services that she deserved at our home, which we did get. So you can accept what the system is going to give you in the public sphere, or you can fight for what you need at home. And that's what we chose to do. So, but the system, this kid's in the system, and the system responds to the um, the law. They have to comply, you know, with the, the um, you know, the law concerning public school and special needs and what... And no child left behind, etc. I'm not an attorney. I'm not giving legal advice. In my humble opinion, the care that a special needs person would get at a high school is not sufficient. Let me say this, though. A, a single parent taking care of somebody like that um, people have no idea how much you know there comes a point where you may not be able to take anymore like he he might just have you know you know knocked her down just too many times where she just said "I'm that's it I don't care how much I love him I can't be around him anymore and you know that he's uh, you know 18 uh, I, again I don't know I'm just pulling situations uh, you know out of the air and surmising and again uh, but in my humble opinion the care that someone would get in a a public setting like that is not sufficient and to me is uh, you know uh, borders on inappropriate Um, because man if my kid was in school being ridiculed it's one thing you know let me say this about the whole bullying thing when you grow up you might be a little like I, I was on a skinny side, and you might get bullied or whatever. And you know what? You need to you know, to learn to stand up as a you quote normal person. You better stand up, and you better make something of yourself. Whatever unique talents God has given you, take those and run with them. You know, uh, you should avoid. You know, <laughs> try avoiding a fight if you can. But if it's gonna come to you, you damn well better be able to to uh to stand up, at least enough to stand up and then run. Um man, I can think of a couple times where <laughs> things were about to get rough and I stood up and you know things backed down on the other side. But the system regarding a kid like this, man, it's um I'll, I'll bet you that there, a lot of other stuff is going to come out. But first of all, you know, the information about the parents saying, look, electronics are a trigger for him. She knew him. She divulged the information she knew about him. I think there could be other information that comes out. In my humble opinion. Uh, they showed during the video uh, a no one from the school district would come forward and talk to the reporter, but a substitute teacher who had substituted and knew him actually did talk in the interview. And he's going to uh, the kid's in prison. The kid has been held since February 2023. Can you imagine? He's been held for. Almost a year. The hearing is tomorrow. The hearing's tomorrow for this young man. But this uh, substitute teacher has been going to the the prison and helping him get his GED. Man, what... uh, That's going above and beyond, in my humble opinion and um i think <laughs> i just had a terrible thought you know one one of the things i think during his he's he's being tried because they i think he's being tr- you know tried that he knows what he's doing and if he was able to get his GED while they had him cuz it seems like a long time to hold somebody to me i'm not an attorney i don't know anything about law enforcement um you know, if they were able to get this kid to to get his GED, then he would be the equivalent of a high school graduate and they could say, look, he knows what he's doing. Yeah, I don't know. Man, that's you know, that's a <laughs> that's a wicked thought I had about the system there. And I, I think that's just one more reason why we, you know, something like that, why my wife and I took my daughter out of the system to the extent we could. You know, one of the things that, that uh, makes me think is the, is the vaccine. You know, when I was a kid, way back when, and I went to Catholic grade school, We never, I'm not saying they didn't exist, they existed somewhere, but the incidence was one in 5,000, one in 10,000, one in 20,000, not one in 20, not one in 50, like it is now with autism. We never heard of anyone with autism. Never. But then come along the uh, the pharmaceutical company, pharmaceutical companies giving shots to everybody. Uh, I mean the average kid now gets what is it something it's more like 70 70 vaccinations? It's ridiculous. I personally, I personally will not be taken anymore. I'm a lot older than, you know, (laughs) I'm up here close to that senior territory. I don't want to admit it though. Um, but man, those vaccines, folks, I would pray for this young man. Uh, take a look at the video. Um, pray for this situation the play the mother even though the mother um if the kid's living in some kind of group home uh she I mean she she could still be involved as um the custodian of him she may or may not be because the kid originally you know was a was a foster kid but she was his mother the whole time the whole time so. I mean to me this kid probably got the best that he could hope for in this life um by having a mother who who cared for him every day um Lord Jesus please uh be in the midst of this situation and I'd say save the life of this kid if this kid goes to prison prison for 30 years um Yeah what what happens to him I don't know Lord uh, I I pray for mercy and I pray for understanding truly understanding the whole situation cuz we don't know the whole situation and for you to be inside that situation Jesus and um in your name Jesus I pray thank you amen um Man, I, I mean, this is such a terrible situation. Um, but, you know, I share these stories, and this this is particularly, and I mean particularly difficult. But for those of you that have kids in the system, I would just ask you to pray if there was, I mean, I, I just think it's becoming harder and harder. More and more stories like this all the time. Again, I, I shared that, just that, Title from the Irish Times today, families seek investigation into allegations of abuse of children with special needs. You know, allegations made by a whistleblower here. Let me go into this a little bit. Families of five young children have brought high court proceedings seeking investigation of claims made by whistleblower and former school staff member. I mean, it's just... But man, there is so much bad stuff going on with kids today and the care of kids. If I was able, if I had to care for somebody right now, you know, in the family, if there was any way for you to kind of pair up, team up with someone else in your family, especially outside of a large city? Because a lot of this happens inside, you know, inside bigger cities. Not, But certainly not all of it's there. I mean, it's going to be anywhere in every community that you're at at this point. Uh, if you're able to team up with someone to be able to have a living space um, and, and the the at least occasional help from family members. I think that would be so beneficial. I think a lot of tough things are coming to this country right now. Um, you, you. I mean, we, we've got war, war in the Ukraine, war in the, the Middle East, but, you know, a simmering potential war with China in the Southeast sea, Seas, Southeast Asian Seas. We have a, a, a burgeoning possibility. Who knows how this is going to play out? The whole thing in, at the Texas border. God help us versus the Civil War, because that, that topic is bubbling more and more to the surface. And thinking that your government is going to help you, I, I think is an assumption that I personally, and again, I'm not giving advice to anybody, I'm just saying I personally would not want to make so that's why I bring these stories up and just say wow I mean it's it's as a as a parent current you know I would say former parent of a special needs child who's no longer on this earth she's with Jesus now and I thank God for that Um, but I, I, you know, not if she was still here, I would thank God for that too. Uh, the life of a special needs parent is not easy; it is not for the faint of heart, and you have to ask for help. In my humble opinion, my that, that was my experience, man. That was, that was a believe me, it was a lot to deal with. Uh you know I put the, uh, this story out there for everyone to think about not just the special needs families but the quote normal people because you just might be the person that a special needs family would look to as like you know maybe you have a big house in the country and no one else is living there but you or you and your husband, or you and your wife. Um, and you might be able to help somebody. Folks, you know, uh, before I mention about supporting EA, this underscores, can you imagine dealing with this kind of stuff in the midst of some kind of civil disruption that uh, that is starting to appear, like in Texas, right? Uh CivilDefenseManual.com. Jack Lawson has put that book together to give you answers regarding what you need to do in, in the being able to have water, food, shelter, being able to put together a neighborhood protection team, uh, information on communications, night fighting, area study, you know, intelligence, and more. 950 pages, a two-volume set, it's $100. Folks, you can't, I mean, if you went to training on any one of those things, like if you went for uh, radio training, you would spend $500 for a two- or three-day course. Yes, you would. Let alone all the other information that's in there. So consider... Go, you know, and the chapter on water is for free right now, from what I understand. I haven't been there in a while, and I heard um, Jack on a show recently saying that he had the chapter for water uh, for free posted on his website. Uh, go to civildefensemanual.com and check that out, please. It's a hundred dollars. In my humble opinion, it's worth it. Please consider supporting, encouraging angels. If you find value in the conversations we have on this podcast, if you find value in my writing that appears on EA, if you find value in the music we've done, you know, in our mission, please consider supporting Encouraging Angels. Go to www.encouragingangels.org. Click on the Donate tab and you can give online with your card at the Cornerstone link, a great payment processor. We have never had any problems with them. As opposed to a famous payment processor uh, that uh, makes its own uh, judgment decisions about people. <laughs> I'll leave that to you for your consideration and thought process. Uh, but Cornerstone is great. You can u- give using Cornerstone. We've had them for a few years. No, no problem. Zero. People love them. Uh, And uh, you can send something right to our P.O. box, which is right there, you know, on the website. This is Stan Szymanski. I'm uh, the host of the Encouraging Angels podcast, and I look forward to seeing you right here next time.